Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Drum Around League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rowe. Today's episode, we'll look at the commander's roster as we finish up off-season workouts and head towards training camp next month. Give my prediction on what the final 53 could look like. There's obviously some areas of strength for this team, leaning with the defensive line, and some they could use some reinforcements as we head into the preseason, name like the linebacker or even secondary. Lot to get to, so here we go. Guys, are you looking for that extra confidence when it's time to have fun? Let me tell you about BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew's tablets help men combat all forms of ED. BlueChew is also an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, all done online. BlueChew's tablets, made in the United States, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LEAGUE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LEAGUE, L-E-A-G-U-E, to receive your first month free. So we'll get the roster. We're going to start, obviously, at quarterback, the most important position. Um, obviously, the most upgrades they made this offseason was at the quarterback position when they acquired Carson Wentz from the Indianapolis Colts for this uh, third-round pick and the swap of the second-round picks and a potential third or second next year. Obviously, the team hopes that he you know, plays well, and that's why they'll have no problem giving up a second next year if he plays the way the team expects him to um, or hopes he does. And obviously, I hope uh, as a fan base, you know, they, they want to see him do the same thing. So um, hopefully Carson has a really good year for this team because that means the team's going to be in the playoffs, hopefully. So obviously, quarterback, you have Carson Wentz. As a starter, Taylor Heineke is the backup. And then rookie fifth rounder Sam Howell out of UNC was, you know, a really nice pick in the fifth round. A lot of guys, you know, before the season, uh, college football season, a lot of people had him as the first quarterback came off the board in the first round. So to get him in the fifth round, you know, someone that could develop and eventually be a nice backup for them um, was a good pick in the fifth round. And moving to running back, I'm going with four. I'm gonna, Antonio Gibson, I think, he's had a really nice year this year. Uh, he's trimmed down, lost a good amount of body fat, which is, you know, huge, and will help his explosiveness even more. Um, J.D. McKissick, great to have him back after he, you know, flirted and almost left for the Buffalo Bills. He's a bit stud out of the backfield, obviously, in the past game. I think everyone knows that. Um, had 80 catches in, in 2020 before. I think he had 40 last year before his injury. The rookie uh, third-rounder, Brian Robinson Jr. from Alabama, he's going to be more of a pounder. Someone to take some of that load off Antonio Gibson and do well. So, um you know, I think he's going to be another, you know, nice pick for them in the third round. And then I'm going to have Jared Patterson make it as a fourth running back. Um, obviously, he can be more of a practical candidate as well. Um, but for the sake of this exercise um, right now, I'm going to have him as a fourth running back and someone that can you know, contribute on special teams um, and potentially, you know, return kicks. Um, and again, be someone to, you know, as a depth piece in case, you know, the top three guys get hurt. A receiver, I'm going with six. Obviously, you have the stud, Terry McLaurin, who should definitely get his contract session before training camp if he doesn't. Um, 
that's I don't even know how to explain it if he doesn't. I mean, he's a stud on and off the field. They need to lock him up. I've said it many times already in this podcast. Um, obviously, he's a number one receiver. His team has you know needed a number one receiver for a while, and Terry's been that ever since he was drafted in the third round back in nineteen ninety. Excuse me, 19, back in two thousand nineteen. Um, so hey, either way, um, he's going to be on the team, of course, and he's going to have a contract under before training camp. That's at least what I'm going to say. So then you have Jahan Dotson, the first-round rookie from Penn State, who's had a tremendous minicamp and OTAs. He's looked like a stud. Um, love the way that he attacked Kyle Fuller, um, excuse me, Kendall Fuller, in, 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 the, in some of the practices. The way Kendall was talking to him after one practice where, you know, Jahan was able to read him um, one day, and then uh, Jahan worked off the route that he beat on Kendall one day. The next day, he played off it to go a different way, and Kendall was, you know, kind of confused. But I say that's great to see for a guy who's a veteran in the league like Kendall and Jahan is a rookie you know, right away to be able to exploit someone like that of Kendall's caliber. Um, um, obviously, Kendall's a very good court in this league, in my opinion, and Jahan is a, would have beat him um, that early and, and before even taking a snap in a regular season game. It was a great sign to see for Washington fans and the Washington Commanders organization. If Curtis Samuel, I think he's going to have a really good year this year as long as he's healthy. They're going to use him in a myriad of ways out of the backfield and the slot on the outside. Um, I expect him to get 40, 50 carries and you know, maybe 40, 50 catches. So at least, you know, I think he should at least get 100 touches this year as long as he is uh, healthy. You had De'Ami Brown, this third-round pick from last year. I think he's going to be the great deep threat for Carson this year. Not going to be a starter, but I think he's going to come in and contribute, play 20, 25 snaps a game and you know, can have some you know, four to five touchdowns this year, if not more, just on deep plays. Cam Sims is going to be the bigger receiver for this team. And by a large margin, he's 6'5", everyone else is basically six foot and under. Um, so Cam Sims, I think, is going to have a, in a role to play as well, especially for Carson, who can, he likes big body receivers, going back to Alshon Jeffrey in Philly. Then you have Dax Mill in the seventh rounder from last year, who can return punts. So I think he will be the punt returner if this is the way the roster shakes out. Another guy that can play in the slot as well. I'm going to have four tight ends, especially to start the season with Logan Thomas, more than likely begin the season in the pup. Um, obviously, you have Logan, and you have John Bates, a fourth rounder from last year, who had a really nice rookie year, especially in blocking. Then we have Cole Turner, the rookie fifth rounder from Nevada who's going to be more of a pass-catching threat, um, but someone that can eventually develop into blocker and be better of a blocker. But Cole Turner has you know, definitely some high upside in that red zone. And then I'm going to have the wide receiver current convert, AGG, making it to Antonio Gandy-Golden. Uh, by all accounts, he's had a really nice you know, transition to OTA so far. Obviously, they haven't put on the pads yet. Hasn't been able to block and show the physicality that he potentially needs to show as a tight end. But I think he's going to be able to do it because I love the way he blocks every receiver. And he can do it as a tight end. Um, and he still has very good ball skills. And I think he's going to you know, be a very nice tight end eventually in this league. Two guys that won't make it, but are not, you know, definitely could make it, is the rookie undrafted free agent Curtis Hodges, and then Samus Reyes. I have Samus Reyes secure on the roster last year as a developmental tight end, but I think it's definitely far from a lot that he makes it to the roster here in 2022. On the offensive line, I'm going nine. You have the starters: Charles Leno Jr., Andrew Norwell, Chase Roulier, Trey Turner, and Sam Cosme. And then backups, I'm going with Sadiq Charles, third round player from uh, LSU who can play guard and tackle. Wes Schweitzer who's going to play center and guard, potentially start at center if Chase Roulier is not ready for the regular season. Cornelius Lucas, the you know really solid swing tackle for this team, and then the seventh rounder guard Chris Paul from Tulane. So that's my nine for the offensive line so far. A guy like Tyler Larson can make it as well as another centerpiece. But right now, going with nine at defensive line, I'm going with nine as well. You got Chase Young, um, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez. What are the starters? Obviously, Chase Young might not start their season um, on the active roster if he's on the pup list or IR. Um, if that's the case, and you have a guy like Shaka Tony or William Bradley King that can make the team. But for the sakes of this purposes, I don't have to make a team right now. I have James Williams as the backup. Fidarian Mathis, the second rounder from Alabama, who's going to be the top defense tackle in the rotation outside of Deron Allen. Excuse me, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. Casey Tuhill off the edge. F.A. Obata off the edge, too, playing from Buffalo last year, Carolina the year before that. And then Daniel Wise, who can play tackle and outside. Um, so that's the nine I have there. And like I said, Chaka Tony, William Bradley King are two other options to look at. Um, and someone that could definitely make one of those two, probably definitely make a team if Chase Young starts the season on the pup or IR list. 
At linebacker, I'm going five. You got Jamin Davis, obviously, starting on the outside, the rookie, excuse me, the second rounder, first round pick from 2021. Cole Holcomb is going to play Mike this year. Um, they're going to put a lot of faith in him and show that, you know, hopefully he can uh, take a hold of that middle linebacker position and, you know, be the, someone that they can rely on to, you know, get everyone adjusted and call the defense. Kalike Hudson is going to play on the outside. I could also play Buffalo Nickel. David Mayo is a good backup middle linebacker. And then I'm going to go with the rookie undrafted free agent, Trey Walker from Idaho. We had a pretty solid show in OTA so far, and just because of the lack of linebacker depth, I think he's a shot to make the team. Cornerback and going five, Kendall Fuller, William Jackson the third, Benjamin St. Juice, who's been moved to slot. Looks like he's done really well, even against Jahan Dawson, who's been the star of OTAs. Um, St. Juice obviously is a bigger corner, but if he can play in the slot, that'd be huge for them. Kendall Fuller showed that he's much better on the outside last year, and they want to keep him there. So if St. Juice can you know, claim that slot corner position, that'd be huge for the team. Danny Johnson, a guy that plays slot on the outside, he did well in the slot last year, um, playing for St. Juice and you know Kendall when he was moved out, and then Christian Holmes, a rookie seventh rounder from Oklahoma State, as a fifth corner. He's a big physical corner and had another good showing the OTAs. Safety, I'm going with five. Get the stud Cam Crow. I think he's in a really breakout year with a true um, defensive cornerstone for this team and show that he might be one of the top five, top seven safeties in the league. I have a lot of faith in him, and I think he's a really, really good young player. Bob McCain started at free safety. They signed him a two-year extension. Obviously, he's going to be here to play and here to start. Uh, Percy Butler, the fourth runner from Louisiana, may you know seem like it's cool about him playing the Buffalo nickel position, and that's understandable. He's more of a free safety kind of build, but um, he's definitely going to get some run regardless. But if Jeremy Reeves making the roster out of camp, obviously he's missed the roster the last couple years out of camp, but eventually comes on the roster halfway through the year. But Reeves, is a guy that you know is always around the ball. You know, he has a lot of PBUs in the OTAs. Somebody's a smart football player. He's been around this organization for three or four years now, and I think he's finally going to make the open day roster here in 2022. And then Derek Forrest, the rookie fifth round pick in Cincinnati in 2021. More of a strong safety, but he can play free as well and is a really good special teamer as well. So between Derek Forrest and Percy Butler, I think they'll make up the loss if Troy Appy doesn't make the team. Obviously, he's going to be someone that can finish to make the team, mainly and purely just for a special team ability. Um, so he definitely can make the team as well if they kick someone off, like a fifth linebacker, like a Trey Walker or a Jared Patterson at running back. But again, for the sake of my 53 right now, I have Appy off the list. Special team, you have no one really competing with these guys, but you have Joey Sly, a kicker. The Virginia Tech product, where they gave an extension um, this past offseason. Tressway is one of the best punters in the league, and then Cameron Cheeseman, the second year, long sniper from Michigan. So that's my 53, and then there's some positions, obviously, that are areas of need for this team, and just some guys I'm going to throw out there that could potentially, you know, add before training camp and someone that can, you know, come in and be rotational players for them. And defensive tackle, you have Star Lutule, who was drafted by Ron in Carolina and played in Buffalo as well, so a very similar system. Now, the, the, obviously, Sean McDermott is the head coach over there who came over from Carolina underneath Ron Rivera. I think he's definitely very much in play just because, you know, the familiar, familiarity that he has with this team, or excuse me, the coaches and general manager, uh, Marty Herney, or president Marty Herney. Um, so he's obviously a very popular pick just because Ron signs any former Panther he really has a chance to get his hands on. So I think Latulia is a definitely opportunity. Larry, excuse me, Larry Ogunjobi is a guy I really like. He signed a big contract with Chicago before he filled a physical this offseason and really hasn't gotten any bites since. Um, but he's a very good player. Um, he had a good season with Cincinnati last year and a good four-year run with Cleveland before that. They can come in and give him like a one-year, couple-million-dollar deal just to be a rotational player. He can really build up his value and someone that can, you know, contribute for this team. And he's a starting defensive tackle, but if no one's going to bring him up, I think Washington could look at him. Maybe it's someone they can keep if they let Deron Payne walk in free agency next year. Ojobi's not going to be as expensive as Deron, but he's still a really good player and is in his mid-20s. You can go linebacker help as well. Blake Martinez is someone that got is someone as an option. He was cut by the Giants earlier in the offseason. 
Apparently, the team had interest in him after he was a free agent leaving Green Bay. Um, and, you know, obviously before he signed with the Giants. You got Joe Schobert, who was cut by the Steelers, um, had a really good career with the Browns and Jaguars and in Pittsburgh. Um, solid tackler, always has 100 tackles a year when he plays and been a consistent starter throughout his career. You got A.J. Johnson from uh, the Broncos, another guy that, you know, a little older at 30, but he's only played three or four years. I'm doing some off field issues, but, you know, he's a good player. He had coming off an injury, but he's another guy that could be a rotational piece. And then John Bossick, just a name throughout there. His familiarity with his defense and organization with Ron is someone that can you know, potentially bring in again as a depth piece. At corner, they could use some more corners, especially if they're not really satisfied with Danny Johnson and Christian Holmes. You got Joe Hayden, who obviously has been in the league a long time. And I'm going back to Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Um, he's a local guy as well, so maybe it's someone or somewhere he could you know think about coming um, to provide some depth in the cornerback room. And Kevin King from the Packers, who is a guy that got picked on a lot in Green Bay, um, but had a better season in 2021. Another guy maybe they can bring in on a one-year league minimum deal. And then Chris Jarris Jr. used to be an elite slot corner for Denver and even the Los Angeles Chargers, but he's still free. They're not comfortable with St. Juice in the slot. Chris Harris Jr. is an option even in his early 30s. And then lastly, at safety slash Buffalo Nickel, you get Landon Collins. It's the obvious one. Um, obviously, the former Washington football teamer and you know hopefully future commander if they bring him back in. Landon, it seems like he hasn't got too many bites or you know really interest so far outside of um, after he got cut by Washington. So maybe it's there's some still a chance to get get some reconciliation there, someone they can, you know, know and trust and thrive in that Buffalo nickel role and that really helped his defense play well in the second half of the season after he was instilled in that Buffalo nickel role. So he's someone I would definitely look to bring back because he's still a very good player. He's only 28 years old. Um, excuse me, he was a very good player the second half of the year last year. I think he obviously there's no reason why he can't do it again if he comes back and plays a Buffalo nickel role for this team that's so vital in uh, Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera's defense. Well, with that, that includes this Roman League episode. The Commanders have a talented roster that should hopefully be playoff caliber in 2022. They can still use some upgrades, though, to provide some depth and insurance from injuries. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomanLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.